Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the December 28th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at numbers 2842 through 2845 of the Catechism. As we forgive those who trespass against us, 2842, this as is not unique in Jesus' teaching. You therefore must be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you may also love one another. It is impossible to keep the Lord's commandment by imitating the divine model from the outside. There has to be a vital participation coming from the depths of the heart in the holiness and the mercy and the love of our God. Only the Spirit, by whom we live, can make ours the same mind that was in Christ Jesus. Then the unity of forgiveness becomes possible, and we find ourselves forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave us. 28.43 Thus the Lord's words on forgiveness, the love that loves to the end, becomes a living reality. The parable of the merciless servant, which crowns the Lord's teaching on ecclesial communion, ends with these words, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. It is there, in fact, in the depths of the heart, that everything is bound and loosed. It is not in our power not to feel or to forget an offence, but the heart that offers itself to the Holy Spirit turns injury into compassion and purifies the memory in transforming the hurt into intercession. Christian prayer extends to the forgiveness of enemies, transfiguring the disciple by configuring him to his master. Forgiveness is a high point of Christian prayer. Only hearts attuned to God's compassion can receive the gift of prayer. Forgiveness also bears witness that, in our world, love is stronger than sin. The martyrs of yesterday and today bear this witness to Jesus. Forgiveness is the fundamental condition of the reconciliation of the children of God and their Father and of men with one another. 2845. There is no limit or measure to this essentially divine forgiveness, whether one speaks of sins, as in Luke, or debts, as in Matthew. We are always debtors, owe no one anything except to love one another. The communion of the Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity, is the source and criterion of truth in every relationship. It is lived out in prayer, above all in the Eucharist. God does not accept the sacrifice of a sower of disunion, but commands that he depart from the altar so that he may first be reconciled with his brother, for God can be appealed, appeased only with prayers that make peace. To God, the better offering is peace, brotherly concord, and People made one in unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Very well, this emphasis again on forgiveness, that we forgive others, that this forgiveness of our enemies is an important part of um, of Christianity. That yes, it takes a transfiguration. We need to be transfigured, the Catechism says in 2844, because, of course, the last thing humanly we want to do is to forgive that person that has hurt me. 
to forgive my enemy. I mean, look, if I have a fight with my mom or something and then I, I forgive her, that's that's bad enough. But to forgive somebody who has seriously hurt me, who has seriously offended me, who has done something to my family, who has stolen from me, who has who has done something terrible, how can I forgive them? What can I do to forgive? And yet this transfiguration is uh, is important. In the world, really, there isn't much forgiveness. That they, they, they might absolve you once or twice, but then you're cast out. Then you reach your, your three strikes and you're out, or you, you break the line, or one time too many, and you are gone. With God, this forgiveness is bountiful, is eternal. We're invited to it. Again, we have to accept it. If we don't, if we don't uh, take it, it's, uh, we, don't, we don't get it. It's being offered for free. But that this, um, this uh, great um, centre of Christianity is this forgiveness. You know, it's not in our power not to feel or to forget an offence. That, of course, we feel an offence when somebody does something wrong. It hurts us. But the heart that offers itself to the Holy Spirit turns injury into compassion and purifies the memory in transforming the hurt into intercession. That this ultimately is what God wants, to purify our memory. Not that we weren't hurt, not that the other person didn't do us wrong, but to allow us ultimately to be reconciled with them, ultimately to let go, let go. So many people reach old age still bitter about something that happened 70 years ago. That the person who might have done it was uh, is dead 50 years and yet they haven't been forgiven. There's a bitterness there. There's a, a hatred there. And that it can be very, very, very much earned that the person might have done something really terrible and that these terrible things can happen to us. Unfortunately, because of the freedom of the of the human person, we can do wrong and we can do terrible, terrible misdeeds. And yet, with the divine grace, it is possible to forgive. It is possible to love. It is possible to have mercy. And it's possible to have a purified memory that we remember back without bitterness. But remember, remember back praying uniting these difficulties to our prayer so that with the Lord we can, we, can, we can be with Christ. Christ who loved his enemies, who loved us when we were his enemies, that we can have the same nature of Christ and not hold on to bitterness, but that we can be transformed by the forgiveness of Christ. So very well, tomorrow we'll turn, we'll continue and we'll look at Numbers 28, 46 through 28, 49. God bless.